Fish Kusho. No life. <laughs> Y'all, my time now. That's right. First off, I'm the mighty lion. I ain't got time to be bullshitting. Call a bitch and I beat it up. Then after that, I tell a good riddance. Big hammer, my kind of size. What is going on, kings, queens, noobs, and plebs? Before we start this one, I have to give a little bit of a confession. This episode here is going to be sort of a bonus one. I wasn't going to originally drop this, but I can't just leave you guys with nothing. I normally put an episode out twice a week. It's been a whole week since my last episode, which did very well. Um, once again, thank you, everybody. So this one I'm sort of putting out is a bonus episode before I take a little bit of a hiatus. Now, the reason I'm taking the hiatus is because I'm working on another project that's going to take a little bit more of my time so what i normally did was i was i guess focusing on the podcast and then i would upload all my podcast episodes to youtube now that's what i've been doing ever since i started back in what early july but now i'm gonna be doing sort of the opposite where i'm gonna be focusing on the youtube aspect and then transforming those youtube episodes to the podcast um yeah so there's a lot of different things i want to do i want to mess around with some animations you know with learning how to edit and doing all of the different type of stuff but the channel and the show is going in a much different direction and i really think everyone's going to enjoy it. i really think you're all going to enjoy it so for those of you who have been listening on the podcast consistently nothing's going to change as far as the content goes um you're still going to be able to hear everything that I'm doing. However, you're going to get a much better experience looking on the YouTube from now on. So I'm going to take a little bit of, of a break, maybe like two weeks or so. I need to get some things together. I need to get all my editing software and I need to and I need to learn how to do some things. And then we're going to be ready to go. And it's going to be better than ever. I know I already dropped sort of a season two. I guess season two is going to be short <laughs> and we're going to come right back with season three. But let's get in, into this episode. So during quarantine, even though I wasn't really quarantined, I, I wasn't quarantined at all. I still had to work throughout the whole quarantine. I'm what you call a quote unquote essential worker. But during the quarantine time, I rewatched all 12 Star Wars movies in order. I did it in order. And of course, I've seen all the Star Wars movies multiple times. I've seen some more than others, but I've seen them multiple times. But this is the first time that I had ever watched them from beginning all the way to end in chronological order, not really sort of chronological order. And now I finally feel ready to be able to rank all of the movies in order. And I'm going to try to give um, a thought out, but short synopsis on why I liked or disliked a certain movie. Now, I just want everyone to know Warning once again Just like my Spider-Man episode Warning once again These are all my opinions You are allowed to disagree That's that's cool, that's fine But I hope at the very least You listen to my reasoning And I'm going to attempt to be objective And as non-biased as possible Actually, the movie that I have Number one actually isn't my favorite movie And one of my favorite movies Actually isn't even, clo- isn't even in the top Here top four So I'm going to try to be objective and non-biased as possible 
so let's get into it so starting off with number 12 starting off with the worst star wars movie goes to star wars clone wars okay the clone wars the show is incredible um you know sort of fell off towards the end i mean i don't mean with the last season but the before it sort of to fall off a little bit you know get a little repetitive but star wars the show i mean clone wars the show is incredible however the movie was not george lucas even admitted that it wasn't even supposed to be a movie what they did was they took a bunch of scenes from the show and put them together and really it wasn't even the best parts of the show mind you i like ahsoka and i'm glad that anakin finally got a chance to shine without obi-wan because in the movies all he did was just you know play second fiddle to obi-wan so i'm glad that anakin finally had his shine and of course everyone likes ahsoka but that wasn't enough to make this movie watchable for a second time there's no reason to watch this movie for a second time number 11 the last jedi now while adam driver acted his ass off and i couldn't take my eyes off the screen every single time kylo ren was on he couldn't save it ryan johnson really screwed the pooch with this one first off killing snoke was a terrible idea terrible idea now while i actually do like kylo ren's character he's not the kind of character who can solo villain a movie especially not a star wars movie or at least he wasn't written well enough to be able to do that you know what i'm saying no other star wars has had just one villain and i don't get why he went in that direction now now i liked snoke as the main villain and we didn't get to know anything about him before he was killed off in like the most anticlimactic way ever luke's character in this movie really annoyed me him now wanting to train ray that's one thing but the fact that she was sent by his sister and he didn't even seem like he cared about her dire situation making him an even more unlikable character basically he said leia and chewie are in danger they're about to die lo whatever this movie completely tarnishes the reputation of luke skywalker in my opinion finn and ray were even cringier and rushed than padme and anakin and this movie just had so many unnecessary scenes that whole cold breaker infiltration scene had zero bearings on the plot the ray mirror snap scene was the biggest like wtf moment i've ever seen in a movie now there were a couple good scenes all of which included kylo ren but there were too many flaws to get over one positive thing i'll say about this movie though is the kylo and luke standoff at the end is probably my second favorite star wars moment ever the acting in that scene from adam driver gives me chills almost every single time i watch it number 10 the phantom menace when the movie came out i absolutely loved it it was actually the first star wars movie that i had ever seen however i was in sixth grade and watching it now as an adult I see a ton of flaws that I didn't see when I was a kid. Firstly, I don't have a problem. I don't have an issue with Jar Jar the way a lot of people do. Even though I do feel like it was a veiled and a bigoted stereotype of the Caribbean dialect, even down to the long hair or his ears. He was nowhere near the worst part of this movie. 
This movie spends so much time on things that no one cares about. Go back and watch the movie and stop it at an hour mark and ask yourself, if the movie started right here, would I have missed anything? A movie should never have that much dead time. It's insulting to the audience. The majority of this movie is Jedi killing really, really dumb comedic relief droids, trade disputes, and senate negotiations. The pod race, while cool, and I do understand why they did it, it took way too long. Now, I understand why they did the pod race. Basically, it was it was the way to show of how naturally gifted Anakin was. So I understand why they did it, but it just went on too long. It was nearly 15 minutes added on to an hour of trade disputes and politics, once again, that no one cares about. Finally, everyone knows that Darth Maul is a badass, okay? We can all agree on that, but he wasn't enough to save this. Um, I even looked up the screen time, and Darth Maul had six minutes of on-screen time. Now, if you want to put that in perspective... Shmi Skywalker or Anakin's mom had seven minutes of screen time so Anakin's mom was in the movie longer than Darth Maul was and also that whole thing about how Anakin was conceived by the force is stupid it's stupid and I'll just leave it at that nine Nine. attack Attack of of the the clones I want to put this higher I really really do However, I don't want to fall into the trap that my buddy Justin has. So everyone remember, I did a interview with uh, JTalk Socials, my boy Justin. Um, and episode one, The Phantom Menace is actually his favorite movie, his favorite Star Wars movie. And he, he thinks, you know, because of Darth Maul and because of those scenes, you know, he thinks it's the best movie. And I don't want to fall into that same trap. I'm trying to look at this objectively. And I want to let the and I don't want to let the fact that uh, I don't want to let a few good scenes cloud my judgment objectively speaking even though this movie has some of my favorite scenes in all of star wars the movie as a whole isn't good darth tyrannus is my number one favorite star wars villain by far he bodies obi-wan he bodies anakin and then goes on to hold his own against yoda back to back to back beast anyway like Maul in episode 1, Tyrannus isn't on screen enough to save this movie. And you don't even see him until an hour and 15 minutes into the movie. I really liked the introduction of the clones on Kamino and the scene where Yoda and the clones came to Geonosis and saved the Jedi. That's in my top 3 of favorite Star Wars moments ever. However, you can't get around Anakin and Padme. Their quote-unquote romance and how they interact with each other is cringy and it's unbelievable to almost a laughable degree. Getting over the fact that he was a child when they met and she was an older teen at minimum, it adds a sickening dimension that is impossible to get past. I don't understand why Anakin had to fall in love with Padme. Like, why the hell is Padme so important? He could he could have fallen in love with literally any woman in the entire galaxy. And the result of Star Wars would have been the same. 
Now, at first, I thought that the reason why he had to marry Padme and, and have children with Padme is because Leia, when you first are introduced to Leia, she's introduced as Princess Leia. And, you know, and Padme, or, or she at that time, she was Queen Amidala. So, you know, she's a queen, she had a baby, she's a daughter, um, she has a daughter, is a princess, that makes all the sense in the world. But... Padme wasn't queen anymore when Leia was born. So I'll say it again. Why is Padme so important? But honestly, if it wasn't for the Anakin Padme thing, this movie would actually be in my top half. But that's a really big if. And that's a shame because I actually like this movie. I actually like and enjoy this movie. Number eight. Solo. I don't have much to say about Solo. It was it was okay. It had a lot of really good parts and it was a fun adventure. Honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that it was a Star Wars movie, I would have liked it more. The problem with this movie is that it was unnecessary. I feel like this would have been much more successful if it had been like a series on Disney Plus talking about all the adventures that he had until A New Hope. But the fact that this movie, uh, sorry, but the fact that this was a movie, it made it unremarkable. Obviously, I still like it more than other Star Wars movies, but if this movie didn't exist, I wouldn't really care. It's not a bad movie, once again, it's just no one asked for this movie, but it's still a pretty good movie. Number seven, Rise of Skywalker. I understand that J.J. Abrams was given a complete shit show to fix. And that being said, he did a great job with what was given to him. I don't like how safe he kept it, though. I know that Star Wars is renowned for plot conveniences, but it was glaring in this movie. You can tell that the screenwriter was in control of this movie, rather than the story being in control of the movie. I really don't like the fact that Rey is a Palpatine. It's just dumb and it's lazy. And I said that when the movie came out, but I believe it even more now. Because if you remember, uh, Daisy really actually came out with an interview that she did. And she blatantly and clearly said that they had no idea what to do with Rey. So they just made her a Palpatine because fan service. And, and if you listen to my Naruto episode, you know how I feel about fan service. But it was just so dumb. Like, how do you not have a story for your main character? But I don't like the fact that Rey is a Palpatine. It's lazy. It's dumb. I don't I don't know why Sidious even had to be in this movie. Once again, they should have kept Snoke alive. In The Force Awakens, when Rey touched uh, the, uh, the lightsaber in, in Maz's palace, you hear Obi-Wan's voice in the background. And I thought that she was going to be a relative of his. To me, that would have been so much of a better story. It's just like a, 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 the dichotomy of Obi-Wan training Luke and then Luke training Obi-Wan's relative. Also, it would have made Kylo's redemption much more meaningful. You know, the Anakin descendant and the Obi-Wan descendant teaming up to take down the dark side. That would have been so cool. The way they wrote this movie was too safe, and it lacked conflict. 
Rey being so young in the Force, she should have struggled more with the good and the evil. One thing that I would have changed that if I was writing this movie, I think that Chewie should have died in that explosion. Because it would have created greater conflict between Rey and her friends. Them seeing that Rey can't control her powers would have made a conflict in the group. Also, that inner conflict and regret that Rey would have had. And to see her sort of struggle with that inner battle within herself. Then there could have been a great scene, you know, because... Well, like I said, in my with me writing this, I would have had her be an Obi-Wan relative. And then there could have been a really cool scene where Obi-Wan's ghost has a heart-to-heart with her and brings her to the light side path. Plot conveniences aside, I actually love this movie all the way up until the end. The end of this movie was infuriating. It made Rey look like a weak character, and to me, it set female leads back a ton. Everything, after everything that Kylo Ren has done, the planets that he's blown up, the billions, probably trillions, probably more people that he's murdered when he's blowing up planets, after all of that, she makes out with him? Are you serious? Y'all not, like, like, y'all not serious, right? I guess so. Number six, A New Hope. Okay, I know this one is going to be the most triggering for many people, but please don't let the number fool you. Everything here and up are movies that I consider to be good, okay? Now, I was going back and forth between which one I was going to put fifth and which one I was going to put sixth. Ultimately, what separates them is the action factor. The action in the movie that I have at number five has more action than this movie. And that's really the only thing that's set apart five and six. That being said, this movie is absolutely iconic from beginning to end. The movie has great pacing, believable characters, and a straightforward plot. The problem with this movie is that it suffers from problems that isn't really its fault. Being the first movie, it suffers from unanswered questions and questionable decisions that the that the, the prequels created for it. For example, I don't understand the whole point of the whole Luke and Leia are brother and sister and Darth Vader is their father and keeping that whole thing a secret. I never I don't I don't understand the point of the whole secrecy of it. If anything, it would have been beneficial to Luke and Leia to know this stuff. Also, the movie has a villain problem, and you would think, that, and you really wouldn't think about it, you know, being the fact that it's Darth Vader, but this, but the, A New Hope has a really big problem with its villain. If you rewatch this movie, you'll see that Darth Vader isn't the main villain. He's kind of like a side villain. The main villain in this movie is the Empire itself, which ordinarily wouldn't be a bad thing, but that's not how any of the other Star Wars movies are. There are so many scenes in this movie that make Vader look like a straight up punk, honestly. And it sort of makes you question your nostalgic view of Vader. There are a ton of times where Vader complies with Imperial officers, Tarkin especially. And there were a couple times where Tarkin straight up bosses Vader around. To me, it makes me question if Vader is really this badass villain that we remember him as. 
He always seems to be somebody's lackey in every movie. But this movie is iconic and it's impossible not to love. Number four, The Return of the Jedi. Now, as I was making the rough draft of this list, I actually had this at number four. But I rewatched it and had some more time to think about it. One thing I realized about this movie is that it actually has really slow pacing. If you take out the Han rescue in Jabba's palace and the Ewok scenes, there's really not a lot going on in this movie. One small thing that annoys me about this movie is when the Emperor kept telling Luke that killing him would bring him to the dark side. Like why and how? How the hell is killing the Emperor and Darth Vader who have murdered millions of people including the destruction of the Jedi Order, how does that make you a bad person if you kill them? Other than that, I really don't have a lot to complain about this movie. It's it's great. I think the space battle in this movie is the best in the whole franchise. I liked watching Luke fight Vader with anger and seeing him always trying to calm himself down. Make sure you go back and watch a Last Jedi, and every time Luke and Vader fight, like, you can see Luke sort of getting mad and then him having to calm himself down. You don't normally see that inner conflict in Jedi um, in other Star Wars movies, so it was really cool to see that inner conflict. And that's what I wanted with Rey. I wanted to see her being so young in the Force. I wanted to see her struggle with the good and the bad, especially with her past. One other complaint, and this is just a personal thing with me, and I know I said I was going to try to keep this objective, but one more complaint I have about this movie. Anyone who knows me, you know that I'm not the biggest fan of Luke Skywalker, and this movie is why. I just, I don't like how cocky he acts in this. Like, he got a new lightsaber, and now he's walking around acting like he's the Jedi Master. Bro, relax, you're still a Padawan. Anakin, the most powerful Jedi of all time, after 10 years of training, was still considered a Padawan. So who are you, bruh? I don't know, maybe those biases and against Luke is why I placed this movie here, but it's my list. So, what you gonna do? Number 4, Revenge of the Sith. Overall, this is probably my second favorite Star Wars movie. And it is the one that I've watched the most by far. I've seen this movie more than any other Star Wars movie. But much like A New Hope, this movie suffers from problems that aren't really the movie's fault. I remember watching this movie on midnight at a show with my boy Justin once again. We, we saw this movie at midnight in 2005. I remember telling him before the movie even started that this movie either has to be four hours long or they're going to have to do an episode 3 part 1 and episode 3 part 2. Because between the ending of episode 2 and the beginning of episode 4, there was way too much that had to be answered. And you can tell that from the pacing of this movie and how rushed it was. Once again, if I was writing it, part 1 should have been about the ending of the Clone Wars and the seduction of Anakin. And part 2 should have been about... Vader's birth or, 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 or the rebirth of Vader and the creation of the Empire that's how they should have spaced these out and you would have made more money having a part 1 and part 2 I mean look at Harry Potter Anakin's fall to the dark side it was it, 
It was insulting. It was insulting. You are really trying to tell me that the most powerful Jedi ever born, a man who has spent the majority of his life around Jedi, over a decade of training, was so weak-minded that persuasive words and the death of Padme would cause him to kill children and hate his master, whom he saw as a father. However, Luke, who had one year, if that, of training, was able to not be tempted by the dark side at all. Nah, I don't buy it, bro. However, to me, that's the only bad thing I could say about this movie. I like Grievous. I, I do like Grievous as a villain. I'm like, I think he's cool and all, but he was unnecessary. They should have just kept Dooku, but they killed Dooku off in the in the beginning of of the movie. Like, they should have just kept it. He was so wasted. And I know that the Clone Wars series, I guess, fleshes out a lot of, of Dooku, but he was so wasted in these movies. I absolutely loved seeing him body Obi-Wan for a second time. <laughs> You're going to notice a theme with my top four favorite movies. I love non-traditional endings, and I love endings where the bad guy actually wins in some way. And yeah, as you'll notice with my top four picks, they all have those similar themes. Number, Number three, three, The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. I have a lot to say about this movie. I love it. It gave me so much hope for the sequel trilogy. Unfulfilled hope, obviously. But at that time, it filled me with so much hope. I walked out of that theater completely satisfied. Even though the plot was just a remastered New Hope, to me, it was it felt like a better version of the New Hope in every way. And as somebody who aspires to be a filmmaker and a director, I normally look at movies through that lens, right? I normally look at movies through the eyes of a filmmaker. I think this movie was very well written, very well directed. I think the actors were great. Something I've stated before, but I think Adam Driver's portrayal of Kylo Ren was fantastic. Kylo Ren was supposed to be young in the force, still questioning, confused, quick to anger, unable to really process emotions. And Driver hit that on the head perfectly. A lot of people don't like Kylo though, and I think I understand why. We need to stop comparing him to Maul and Dooku and Vader. All of these Sith, like Maul and Vader and Dooku, all of them, they had decades of experience and decades of training. That's not what Kylo Ren is supposed to be. That's what Kylo Ren wants to be. The Force Awakens, in my opinion, has the greatest scene in all of Star Wars. That Kylo killing Han scene is a cinematic masterpiece. The emotional dialogue, the use of contrasting lights, the subtle changing of colors. When you look at Kylo and it seems like he's about to turn to the light, you can see the sun brightly shining. And then the sun goes out and it turns dark. And as soon as the, as soon as the sun goes out, you can see Kylo's whole demeanor just change. Even watching this movie a handful of times, I still can't guess if Kylo was really having doubts or if he was being deceptive the whole time. I still can't figure it out. 
Watching it from a film director and a filmmaker standpoint, I get chills every single time I watch that scene. J.J. Abrams really outdid himself on that scene. Actually, to be honest, the whole Starkiller base act might be my favorite act in all the Star Wars as well. There's just so much I love about this movie that it would take... I could, I, I could have a whole episode just on explaining why this movie is so great. There's one thing I didn't like about this movie, though. This movie is what made me hate Star Wars fans. So if you remember one of my earliest episodes, I did a Why Star Wars Fans Suck. That episode came off of this movie. Lucasfilms wanted to give some new unknown actors their big breaks. You know, John Boyega, uh, Oscar Isaac, Daisy Ridley, new actors. They wanted to give them the big breaks. And then Star Wars fans personally attacked them. And it honestly made me sick. It's like, you guys know that this is a movie, right? That, like, none of this is actually real? Like, you guys know that, right? Don't get mad at the actors for getting a role that they auditioned for. They auditioned for this. They're actors. But if you want to hear more on that, go watch my This Is Why Star Wars Fans Suck episode. Number two. Role one. Now, as I said... I need to be I'm trying to be objective with these because Rogue One by far not even close Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie and it's not even close as I said as I said before you will notice a theme with my top fours and they all sort of have dark endings I really like when movie directors take risks and this Star Wars movie was to me the most ambitious by far this movie filled a big hole the original trilogy, a new, a new hope especially, doesn't do a good job in garnering sympathy for the rebellion, at all. You're introduced to Leia and the rebellion in the very first scene. When Alderaan gets destroyed, you're supposed to feel bad for her, and you're supposed to feel bad for the planet, but you just don't. It actually has the opposite effect. Because Vader is such a badass character that it actually makes you kind of like the Empire. Whether you want to admit it or not, it makes you actually kind of like the Empire. And during the entire original trilogy, I sort of had no love or connection to the Rebellion. I really didn't care if they won or not. But Rogue One changed that for me. Just the desperation and the effort that everyone went through how to get the Death Star plans to Leia finally was able to garner that sympathy for the rebellion because you were able to see how much they were how how much they sacrificed for this cause. Also, the fact that every single main character dies makes you feel for their cause. And I was completely blown away by this movie. I was at the edge of my seat the entire time. And the ending was unexpected. I was not expecting Disney. I, would, I never in a thousand years would expect Disney to have the balls to allow everybody in the movie to die. And, I mean, come on, that Vader scene, come on. And number one, if you've been keeping track, you already know, but and number one goes to The Empire Strikes Back. Honestly, what can really be said about this movie? This movie is, it's, it's, this movie not only is the best Star Wars movie, it's one of the greatest movies ever. 
The pacing of it is wonderful. The character growth is believable. The story's not convoluted. And it just is a perfect movie when it comes to getting you ready for the sequel. When you talk about a movie that you know that that you know is going to have a sequel, you have to leave it on suspense or you have to get people as a way to want to come watch the next movie. There are so many iconic things that happen in this movie. Not I mean even just beyond the whole, you know, Luke finding out that Darth Vader was his father, even just beyond that. You got the Han and Cloud City. You got Lando. You got all of these different things. You got Luke meeting Yoda. You got the Hoth battle. You got all of these different iconic scenes. And none of it felt overwhelming. Every character had an equal amount of on-screen time. The stakes felt believable. The conflict felt believable. And there's really nothing more to be said about this movie. Matter of fact, I would be doing a disjustice. If I tried to tell you why this movie's so great, it's just great. So that's it for this one. I really hope you enjoyed this one, even if it is just my opinions. I hope you at least listened to my rationales of why I believe and and agree with my rankings or disagree with my rankings. If you agree with them, awesome. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. If you disagree, hey, you know that you can send me a message uh, through Anchor or you can go on YouTube and you can write in the comments on why. Tell me why I'm stupid. Tell me why I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's talk about it. Like I said, after this, I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm taking a hiatus to make the the show better. I'm taking a hiatus so I can learn about different type of things. I can get some things prepared to do a brand new launch um, as soon as I feel I'm ready. I don't want to just do some half stuff. So I hope you guys are patient. I hope you guys stay with the ride. Because I guarantee you it's going to be lit. It's going to be. I'm so excited about it. And I can't wait to bring it to you guys. With that being said. This is your senpai. And I'll be noticing. Ride around with that yapa. Clip look like a locker. Beat your ass with a wooden bat. A real human pinata. Bag him up. Then I toss him out in the garbage can next to Oscar. Hey, you walker with a walker. For try step to a monster. They don't really want to take it there. They don't really want to take it there. They don't really want to take it there.